0: We solemnly swear we're up to no good.
1: Hi, I'm Gary Roby. I'm Victoria Laguna, and we're the hosts of Harry Potter Minute, the fan podcast where we overanalyze the Harry Potter movies one magical minute at a time. Join us as we argue about whether or not McGonagall would meow at Dumbledore. She wouldn't. As we ponder just how much Harry's fortune is worth. Just forty dollars. As we guess how much mileage one gets out of an Ollivander wand. A hundred thousand jinxes. As we detail the ins and outs of Hogwarts Castle. It's only a model. Join us Monday through
2: Friday, only from DuelingGenre.com. Mischief Mischief managed. Managed. Dueling Genre.
0: welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie *The Fellowship of the Ring* one fight sequence minute at a time. Uh, I'm Cassandra Fredrickson,
2: and I'm Norman Mitchell.
0: And joining us today, uh, we have very special guests, Pete the Retailer and Alex Robinson from *Star Wars Minute*. Hello, guys. Hello, Hi everyone. Yeah.
3: Thanks so for having us. Everyone out there We're
1: in podcast land.
0: Guys. Yeah. yeah. It's
2: a very momentous occasion. <laughs>
1: It's a so
3: mi- occasion? No, it's, no,
1: no, no. Over the Rings <laughs> moment is a whole different show. Yeah, momentous
2: occasion.
0: Momentous.
1: There
3: you go.
0: Uh, so
1: we'll make that pun work. No problems. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Today we'll be talking about minute one thirty-six, which starts with an orc rushing at Boromir and ends with Aragorn nodding at Boromir after saving his life. <laughs> yeah,
2: one of those great little character moments yeah. that they really kind of interweave through this whole fight scene.
0: I'm really impressed with this fight scene in general because it does a good job of featuring all of our main characters, even though there's nine of them.
2: We kind of see the least of Gandalf.
0: Yeah, but oh, he yeah. gets his moment.
3: I was wondering about that because he does, like, what? What's he do? He should be really kind of important in this. You know, he's he's theoretically the most powerful one. He should be, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, helping but, a little more. But,
2: yeah, but he's going to be important in about ten minutes, so yeah. he, can, right. he can stand and not have so much spotlight right here.
1: Yeah. Well, it's probably like Superman and the Justice League I mean Superman really doesn't need the Justice League you can pretty much do every job that the Justice League can do so I think in a fight Superman just kind of holds back a bit to let everyone else get some uh, <laughs> and
0: then finishes it yeah
1: yeah
2: just kind of like oh you guys did great you know everyone can struggle with Dark Side. I'll just come in and mop up at the end <laughs> yeah exactly
0: take all the credit right um I like that Pippin is the first one to charge in out of the Hobbits um we talked a little bit about or a lot of bit about Pippin and being like the troublemaker. But then he's really like the first one to go full full on among the hobbits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And
2: we get to see them use some of their like sword training the Boromir was. Yeah. with. They're like Mary does like some of the same motions that we see him Pippin do in matters. that little that little moment.
0: Pippin matters.
2: And then they just like stab works in the in the kidneys.
0: Yeah. Right. What else are you going to do?
2: Yeah, well,
3: it's an extension of that in a sense. It is, you know, he's still getting into trouble, but it's this, this is the kind of trouble that helps them. Constructive, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Constructive trouble. There you go.
2: Not destructive trouble.
0: No. Right.
3: Well, from a certain um, point of view, from, I'm sure from the orcs' point of view, it's, it's quite destructive.
0: Yeah, it's a bad day to be an orc. I'm also, like, I understand that they have been fighting orcs um, since last week. But as soon as the cave troll enters, there's a ton less orcs. Yeah, there's definitely less
2: orcs in the scene once the cave troll appears. Yeah, But that might just be a necessity of needing all the space to do the digital work.
0: Yeah, that's true. The room just feels a lot emptier as soon as the cave troll appears.
2: Despite it filling the room.
0: Yes.
3: Right. And do you think it's... Are they fleeing? Are Are the orcs smart? And they're just like, well, I'm getting out of here? Or are they
0: um well i mean the cave troll is with them so i don't think so i assume that the orcs are just dying (laughs) maybe they
1: left to go get the rest of the orcs you know what i mean like okay the troll keep them occupied let's go warn the rest of those cockroach goblins that'll uh...
3: they clocked out like the the wolf and the sheepdog yeah they're like up here comes the cave troll all right good my shift is over
2: (laughs) i love all their cool spiky helmets though I orcs. love the look of the Moria orcs.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: I think they're very, they're very interestingly designed. Uh, John Howe talks a lot about wanting to make sure that all the armor designs make sense for a person to get into and walk around in mm-hmm. and don't look too crazy like you see in some other fantasy movies. Yeah. And I think that the, these designs really toe that line.
0: Well, because it's like leather on metal on, there's like straps and like weird Everything. plates and...
2: A lot of the helmets look like there's no way anyone could ever see out of them.
3: <laughs> right. Or not consistently. consistently at least.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. The um there's So much going on the in this fight I have some weird helmets too though. Yeah. Maybe that's just an orc thing.
2: Yeah, I think it is just an orc thing. <laughs> it's, it's just like spikes thing. and rivets.
3: Yeah. It's an orc thing. <laughs> um There's um well speaking of when the when the orc uh, I'm sorry when the cave troll enters there's a good like the camera work there is great I don't know if you yeah. know, like that the because the, the orcs you know when they're the orc battles it's all very face to face and it's all very kind of like level and a lot of quick shots of like blah, 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 you know like very tight you know one on one shots and then all of a sudden like subtly before he even enters I'm assuming it's a he we don't I it might be a lady cave troll I don't know <laughs> Well, she, would have, um,
1: she would have lipstick and eyelashes if it
3: wasn't late neutral. But suddenly, like, yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> she would need, like, a some kind of hide or rag or something tied around the top of her.
2: Right. She would have, like, a hide bikini as well as the money cloth.
3: <laughs> yeah. Um, but, like, subtly, subtly like, then we, we see a couple of shots as the characters kind of start to notice that, you know, something else is going on. The shots all, the camera raises way up. And mm-hmm. so the shots suddenly are from this higher point of view, indicating that like all right, the whole the whole kind of space of the battle, the whole plane of the battle is is about to elevate. And this is was, we're going to go more three D here.
0: Yeah,
2: that's an interesting like, like visual cue too to like hint at raising tension in a scene to yeah. elevate the shot.
3: Literally raising the tension up up.
0: Yeah, because like there's hours. that pause right before it crashes through the door too.
2: Which is a really convincing crash through for like a digital yeah. monster. Yeah. They did a really good job with a lot of that stuff. Especially one
1: from like 15 years ago. Yeah, at the time right. of this
2: recording. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and uh well the lighting helps them a lot too, the way the fact that they set it kind of in a in a dark shadowy place. Right. Um you know, we we've it's it's if you can kind of not hide things as much as possible, but the less that you have to, you know, if this was all like out in the sun, in like a like a sunny, let's say like I don't know, a desert planet, mm-hmm. then things <laughs> things might look a lot less realistic.
0: <laughs> yeah, like that. Um, is that in Attack of the Clones with the gladiator scene where they're stuck in the arena? Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We're getting, yeah. getting there.
2: Yeah, I don't want
1: to talk oh, about Attack
2: of the Clones. <laughs>
0: Okay. <laughs> yeah, neither do I. It's the... oh. all. <laughs> um I think that the beheading that Aragorn pulls off right before the cave troll shows up is really cool, but also really gross. Um, yeah. orc blood is black. Have yep. we like have we talked about like orc innards yet? Or No, I don't think so. Yeah.
2: They're black like oil. It's gross. Mm. Thick and viscous
0: It's gross. I it's very convincing. <laughs> But it's still nasty.
2: <laughs> it looks like motor oil.
0: Yeah,
1: like I someone when... just had a
2: squeeze bottle of motor oil.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I remember with Evil Dead Two, they meant they mentioned that um, you can only show so much red blood before you get like into more trouble with the MPAA. So oh, they, that's why okay. they started changing it to like different colors because then it wasn't red blood. So I wonder if that's why they made the blood black is just because that way it's not as you know, it's like, oh, see, it's black. It's black goo coming out of them. It's not blood. This movie does mm-hmm. not deserve a R rating. What are you talking about? Right.
0: That's that's a good point.
2: So uh, I mean, children's cartoons like, van- get away with there's that. There's
0: like a there's like a difference between like violence and fantasy violence.
2: Yeah. yeah and like gore. Yeah. Right. Because, like, children's cartoons get away with that.
0: Yeah, they just beat up robots.
2: Or, like, stuff bleeds, like, green. Or the robots.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. Um. Do you? Does Aragorn have... Is his blade some kind of magical special elf blade or something at this point? Do you guys know? Uh,
0: no, it's, uh, it's his ranger sword. So. Yeah, it's his
1: ranger sword at the moment. Okay. I was just wondering, because I was wondering how how easy it is to actually chop someone's head off with a sword like that in one shot. Cause you always hear these horrific stories about like people who are being executed and it takes the oh, right. executioner like f- four tries to get through their head, <laughs> but Aragorn goes through it like it's butter. So I didn't know if it was just that he had a really cool blade that was just kind of like a vorpal weapon or whether he was uh, that was just a lucky shot or whether orcs have very um, soft
2: necks. Hmm. Maybe they do. They're like, they're a corrupted being.
0: They, I think they're not he rolled as inherently strong, I guess. On his, uh, mm, double his damage. a critical <laughs> hit, it's fine. Yeah. yeah,
2: just a crit, that's all.
0: <laughs> yeah, because yeah, that is his ranger sword, because he doesn't get um, Narsil back until Return of the King.
2: And then it's uh, it's Anduril at that point.
0: Yeah. And it changes his name because it's...
2: it's Reforged. It's a different He's sword. It's um, <laughs> Tolkien. Uh, and then we see him once again throwing defy things. physics with a thrown sword. Yeah, I
0: <laughs> believe the sword a little more than I do a flaming uh, torch. Absolutely. Um, but I like that they kind of set that up in the previous action sequence with the ring wraiths, and then now he's just throwing stuff again.
2: Right. He throws Boromir's sword back to him and kills an orc while doing so. Maybe his calling right. is
0: as like a juggler.
2: Oh, Maybe. Spend some time in the circus. Yeah. <laughs> It's very dexterous, that Aragorn. Yeah. He
0: doesn't want to be a king. He wants to run away and join the circus.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um speaking of of special weapons, uh, that uh, would you call it a no, not an elvish uh, magical elvish sword, but uh, my one of my favorite special weapons is, is in this one, which is Sam's pan.
0: Yeah. Sam's yeah. pan.
3: Sam's pan. I think
2: is that uh, is that next minute he that starts smacking one. orcs yeah. in the head with it.
3: Oh yeah, I thought he started here, but maybe we'll, we'll, maybe I should have saved that for for next minute, provided I'm invited back.
2: It's a plus two pan. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, there is some Sam troll stuff here though, which mm-hmm. was cut from the theatrical, just oh, to lie. shave this action sequence down a little bit. Even though this action sequence is very quick, yeah, they they shaved a lot here and there off different action sequences.
0: Because that scene with Sam is like three seconds. Yeah,
2: where he kind of like gets then. knocked down and crawls away.
0: Yeah, like he's standing there kind of frozen looking at the troll and then it kind of lunges at him so he yells and then does the baseball slide underneath the legs. Yeah. Um. Mm. That's weird that they would cut that.
2: Yeah, they shaved that, that Sam stuff off but they kept in the, the Sam stuff from the next minute. Right.
0: So well, yeah, they just gets... kind of,
2: they trimmed it here and there.
0: That's iconic, smacking stuff with pants.
2: Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like all the the little action sequences in this first minute because just in this first minute, we do see a little bit of everybody doing something. Mm -hmm. Also, Boromir is lucky he wasn't killed by the impact against the wall. Yeah. 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 Talk about physics defying. My goodness. I I question the variable strength of the troll in this minute because Aragorn and Boromir are both able to hold it back, just the two of them. Mm -hmm. But when it turns around and pulls the chain, it throws Boromir like he weighs a pound. Yeah. Mm. well clearly uh, uh, Aragorn's the strong one then yes clearly <laughs> the blood of kings makes him mighty I know Boromir's
0: mm-hmm. made of cardboard <laughs>
2: yeah apparently <laughs> maybe he's part bird <laughs> hollow bones yeah, Bertamere. Oh, but then all of his bones would be <laughs> broken when he hit the wall
3: <laughs> oh yeah that's true mm.
2: the armor stopped
3: birds traumatic. don't do well with Im- sudden impacts
2: uh, his oh. armor protected him the shield on his back kept him safe
3: there you go. Me.
0: That's funny.
1: <laughs> I did like the bit where they were holding, where they were pulling on the chain, though. I thought it was a nice little kind of, um, it, it was one of those rare moments in like a fight scene where it actually feels like a real thing where they're kind of like keeping the troll off balance so he can't quite punch. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a nice little, uh, little uh, you know, in battles like this, it's very easy to have everyone just kind of like not know where everyone is in relation to each other. So I, I, yeah. th- I for some reason, that I
2: really liked that detail of them pulling yeah. the chain
1: uh, back. Yeah, ahead. this
2: fight sequence is planned so well because it really builds the idea that they're all helping each other out between the moment with, like, Aragorn and Boromir and the way the hobbits just kind of run into action. Mm-hmm. And a couple, uh, a couple other little things we'll see at the beginning of the next minute, too.
0: Yeah. I like how aware of everyone else everyone is. Yeah. Which, like... It sells actions, the team. Like, with action sequences, generally, like, you have the one person who's, like, flailing their sword around in slow motion which is
2: mostly what we see Gandalf doing yeah Mm.
0: but it's not it's not like the heightened like action like you know what I mean
2: this is like nitty-gritty they're right in there uh, because this whole sequence is filmed with
0: handhelds generally I'm not a fan of um, handheld action because I think the shaky cam is a little too much but I think this one does a good job of kind of balancing like having you immersed in the action while also being able to see what's going on because that's my pet peeve with the shaky cam is like there's it's overused i think so people like i don't know what's happening on screen i don't know what i'm watching
2: yeah yeah Yeah. i I can definitely think of some examples for that Um, one of the other little technical things oh continue
3: nope so i i I totally started to have that with this when i first started watching i was like wait what the hell's going on here for a second minute like it settled in like it didn't overdo it that there was like you know if there was a minute where i just kind of not a minute because we're we're only looking at a minute but if there was a second (laughs) there where i lost kind of you know track of things then it kind of settled for a minute let let me get Mm -hmm. my bearings
1: well i think what they do is they have like a a, like not a set piece but they have like okay here's them pulling on the chain he throws barmere and then it cuts to like a quick thing of just gandalf swinging his sword around almost like just as a way to to stitch together the various like Okay, this is the stuff we've really thought out in our actual moments, and then let's just mix it in with, you know, an orc getting stabbed and really quick edits, so you just get the sense of a battle without actually, right? You know, right. Having to choreograph a whole fight around that. So,
2: yeah, the um, the commentary implies they took quite a while filming this whole sequence. I believe like, it. Maybe at least like a couple weeks filming this fight scene, because wow. Peter Jackson talks about uh, doing other things Monday through Friday, and then on Saturdays coming and checking in on this and like working well, with the, the cameras here
0: hmm. yeah, yeah.
2: That was uh, most of this was filmed ball. by right <laughs> <laughs> uh, most of this was filmed by uh jeff murphy murphy
0: okay one or directed second... by jeff Murphy. yeah one of the second unit guys one of
2: the second unit guys yeah and another little technical thing about this all the shots where you're looking up they have digitally painted the roof of moria back in because when they're doing the effect shots and they're looking at the troll,
0: mm-hmm.
2: all the lighting rigs are up above where they can see right. for the upshots, So they had to paint over. Them. Hmm. That's funny. So it's all like painted or superimposed back in when you can have, wherever you can see the ceiling. So you're right. not looking at light rigging.
0: That's cool.
2: During this whole fight scene.
3: Cool. All right. I, I like that. Well, again, I, you know, I don't want, I don't want to come down too harshly on, the uh, on computer graphics or, or <laughs> animation. Cause there's a lot of, there's a lot of excellent, you know, you, this is one of the kind of uh, uh, you know, paragons. I mean, this is one of the, one of the times where we can, most of us can agree that it was, you know, used really well for a lot of, a lot of it. And it was a good combination of CG and, and practical, mm-hmm. but like, that's the kind of stuff that I really like that, you know, seeing that kind of, you know, either rig removal or just kind of extending the backgrounds and stuff like that. Like there was, I, I feel like that's unsung and, and underappreciated yeah. um, that like that kind of a thing is, is a lot more prevalent than we realize. And, and I like, I like it when it's appreciated.
2: Oh yeah. I, I can't imagine how many little moments in movies that we that we watch nowadays where they've painted out some piece of the rigging or the background that yeah. we weren't supposed to see. And it looks kind of seamless because of how much better that stuff's gotten. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It must be like pretty constant in a lot of like, action sequence style things to just paint out parts of the background. Sure. Because you never know what you're going to get when you get in there with a the camera and you're moving around so right. fast. Yeah. But it really is amazing how clear the CG character moves despite the handheld and the camera moving around so fast. Mm-hmm. That CG character stays so clear. It's like one of the most amazing things about this scene for me.
0: Is yeah. the, like, the editing and stuff?
2: Yeah.
3: yeah. And it's definitely the focus. You know, not... The focus of the scene, not necessarily the focus of the camera or the digital camera, but like he becomes the focus of the scene kind of by being just clearly in the shot throughout everything.
2: Right. Twice the size of everyone else. Right. That too. You know, I, uh, I never had really noticed that there are suddenly far less orcs. <laughs> yeah. It seems like there's like half as many. Because
0: there's like a hundred and then there's like 25 yeah. as soon as the cave troll shows up, at least that's what well, it feels like to well, me.
2: Well, we we see uh, we see Frodo, we, we see Merry and Pippin and Gandalf like killing orcs, so right. maybe they kill yeah. all of them. And I mean, and then there's just the troll.
0: There's Aragorn and Boromir too. Yeah. So, eh. orc killers. I love Boromir
2: like trying to shake off the fact that he just got thrown into the wall by a yeah. giant.
3: Yeah. <laughs> And what's the? Forgive me, because uh, it's been a little while since I've watched the entire movie. I just watched this this minute to prep. But kind of what's the what's the last uh, status? What's the last friendship status between uh, uh, Aragorn and Boromir? Like, are they? What's the last thing that happened? Were they have? Were they having a little bit of a kind of like uh, a, a flare up of of uh, antagonism? Or are they?
2: The the last thing that really happened between them on screen is that they work together to save Frodo from the watcher. Okay. Right. And then there's not a whole lot of interaction before that yeah. or after that until now. Mm. There's just them marching around Moria. I thought yeah. um I thought it was kind of an
1: uneasy alliance because uh in that scene where barmir picks up the ring and he's all like, Oh, this is what it's all about and he's getting all hypnotized by it and then is right. an Aragorn all like, Hey come on, drop it, you know. Right.
2: So yeah, I feel like they're going kind of holding a sword. Yeah,
0: yeah, there is that tension, but there's also, like, um, because Boromir is still, like, s- helping to save Frodo, so I think in the heat of battle, I would forgive the guy for trying to pick up the trinket when I'm, you know, fighting five different orcs. Right.
2: When it's better to have another guy with a sword. Right. yeah.
0: <laughs> so there's not as much tension. I think, like, the enemy of my enemy is my friend kind of thing. Right, yeah. So... There's like 50 orcs and I, I'll count on Boromir for now. <laughs> he seems like yeah. an all
2: right guy at the moment.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to figure out how much I had to read into that look, but it's, uh, it's just a kind of uh, a, a recognition look of, uh, you know, the kind of not yeah. one-upsmanship, but that kind of like, okay, here's where we're at. Yeah.
2: It's kind of a joking like, all right, time to get up, man. Right.
0: His not?
2: Yeah.
0: I kind of mm-hmm. yeah. oh, I mm. take it as like a making sure that you're okay like
2: i I don't know i always i always read the look on his face there like get up sport it's time to play oh
0: (laughs) (laughs) i guess suck it up yeah Yeah. exactly
2: (laughs) i mean we we're gonna see something similar happen to aragorn
0: right um but i think that's my notes for this minute
2: yeah i think that about covers it sweet Mm -hmm.
3: i I had one note that said so gray
0: so gray.
3: So gray. Low gray. <laughs> oh, right. Uh, wrong, <laughs> wrong show.
0: <laughs> uh, <Gunray>. so, <laughs> so we are from the website duelinggenre.com. Um, you can go there and check out our other podcast. Um, and if you have $5 that you just have rattling around in your pocket, uh, feel free to support us on Patreon, which you can access from duelinggenre.com slash support. Be sure to check out, if you haven't already, um, Star Wars Minute. Um, thank you guys so much for joining us today. Yeah, thanks. Our sure. pleasure thanks for yeah. having us. Yeah. And special thanks to our Patreon associate producers, Leaper182 and Ed Foster. And we'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Bye. Bye.